Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. All right, 5.54. We're going to take this all the way to 6.45. We're going to skip the top of the hour Fox News. We'll probably play a few. I think I have seven more commercials to play. And uh, we're just teeing off on Spaceport America. And Spaceport will be no more. That's a guarantee. I told you that it didn't launch. It wasn't going to launch. You heard what I've been saying for a long time. I'm down prior to you coming on here. I told you. You'll never see it. It'll it'll never happen. And now this all but assuredly, you know, guarantees it where we're at right now. Now, there's a lot of people who are involved with defending the spaceport, being in 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 touch with the spaceport, trying to make things work. And I'm just going to kind of start from the top because now it's in a full blown, I guess, uh, is, it, is this a financial audit? Uh, it's a whistleblower complaint that was filed, and you whistleblowers under state law are have special protection, so that has been filed. And the guy in charge of it, who I've tangled with on at least one occasion, uh, is now uh, suspended. Uh, Mr. Hicks, uh, who's make, made a lot of, he's kind of a thuggish dude, who's made a lot of uh, crazy claims about the spaceport. But then again, everybody in New Mexico makes crazy claims about the spaceport. So uh, this is serious financial impropriety by a guy, the allegation, allegation of serious financial impropriety by someone in charge of this, uh, this engine of, of economic development, Eddie. It's an engine of economic development here in New Mexico. Very serious issue. All right, so here we go. I'm going to just literally start from the top. Virgin Atlantic files for bankruptcy and will, may run out of money. Yep. Branson sold stock in Virgin Galactic. Yep. He will use the Caribbean hideaway, I guess, as collateral. Mm-hmm. Is it even worth that much? Is Necker Island worth that much? So uh, it has re- uh, filed for bankruptcy as the airline has revealed it may run out of money by next month, may not even be operational. And, it, and it, he sought a bailout from the U.K. government, and the U.K. government, in its wisdom, declined. So uh, that was good to see. But we had Prince Andrew here advocating to Bill Richardson, the New Mexico taxpayers, Build me a spaceport, build me a spaceport, build me a spaceport. 2006, they started, came to an agreement. They delivered product on 2010. Ten years later, we're left holding the bag on $250 million and no Richard Branson. Yeah. Except uh, the only thing that's lifted off is Michelle Lujan Grisham when uh, Richard Branson picked her up last year, embarrassingly. <laughs> maybe he'll fly her to Washington for her mm, job as maybe. secretary in uh, the Biden administration. Virgin Atlantic seeks to rescue sign-off to avoid September collapse. It might actually collapse as quickly as that. They have a uh, what supersonic jet that they were that they were running. They, they, that, uh, they claim no. this was interesting how this thing went. It's insane. On Monday, on Monday they were claiming they had a supersonic yes. jet that was going. Did they not? It's a design mock-up, not an actual. This, this Virgin is great at, at showing pictures. It's not. It's not good at doing actually accomplishing anything. But it shows nifty pictures. All it's always the time. got great visuals. Oh, great. tremendous it, it, videos. They're still really photos. good at yeah, Adobe of, products. Of systems that don't exist. Uh, they're, they're really good at Adobe products. Uh, they file for bankruptcy. It will run out of money next month. That's according to the Sun. That's coming in. But this is maybe just a smokescreen for Virgin Galactic losses uh, overall. Could one? Could one company be sort of bailing out the other? Is there some interrelated? This is high finance. Yeah, Um, the Virgin Group is his sort of mothership, for lack of a better term, company that the umbrella entity that has Virgin Galactic, Virgin Australia, Virgin uh, uh, Virgin Atlantic, of course. Um, But it's important, Eddie. I brought in my my standard spaceport uh, PowerPoint. I have it up on my laptop right now. Uh, Mr. Brilliant Innovator, Brilliant Entrepreneur, Richard Branson. Um, New Mexicans should know that, uh, yeah, we're still waiting. Uh, I think the, the earliest I could find in the Wall Street Journal was we're going to be flying out of New Mexico by late 2008. So we're 12 years behind schedule now on the earliest prediction. Uh, he's the, failed. The latest, the latest prediction is that uh, Sir Richard Branson, after two more test flights, will yes. be up and at him uh, 2021. Yeah, yeah or early, the first quarter they're saying 2021. Um, he has a very mixed record overall as an entrepreneur. I mean, yes, he has had successes, but... Uh, uh, few and far between. Uh, Virgin Express, Virgin Digital, Virgin Clothing, Virgin Cola, Virgin Brides, Virgin Vodka, Virgin Cars, Virgin Megastores. These are all companies that have either failed, failed you know, l- existed for a little while and then failed or failed right out of the gate. Um, so 
the brilliance of Richard Branson, I, I remain uh, extremely unconvinced. This, this book, Rocket Billionaires, which is a profile, there's been a lot of books lately about all the Elon Musk types, uh, Tim Fernholds, great quote, quote, uh, Branson wasn't an obvious innovator in product. What set all his businesses apart was flair, youth culture branding, and Branson's own larger-than-life personality. Wow. Yeah, the third one. That's, a, a, big, that's a, a big one. What a perfect description yeah, of this a, guy. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah the Space not... Tourism Company delivered an adjusted EBITDA loss of $54 million for the second quarter as losses held steady from prior uh, quarters. Yes. They're bleeding at the same rate that they, they, they were before, which means they're not rolling out new product no. and aren't taking any, any new orders at this time. No, what about not. these claims of people who have been, I guess, since 2008 – uh, you know, ponied up two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go ahead and and fly the Virgin Galactic Airlines, and now this is gone. The space tourism company plans to raise an additional four hundred sixty million in sale sale of shares of common stock. They only went IPO, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Last fall. Yep. Last fall. Yep. As all this stuff uh, came out. So, uh, the shares slipped. They're probably they're headed uh, to get delisted if they continue down this. Uh, uh, this for any uh, a few more years, they won't have anything to sell. Well, they, other than the fact, the story and a product that they'll never actually get to market. They're blaming the federal aviation uh, milestones during true. the quarter, as well as the, of course, the coronavirus. Yes, that's the convenient. Yeah, um, it, it was this weird story because they were privately held, the Virgin, Virgin Galactic. Then they went public when they kind of merged with this Indian venture capitalist guy. I guess he was involved in Silicon Valley, super super wealthy. Uh, so now Virgin Galactic, you can track their stock daily. It's SPCE, folks, the stock symbol. For for those of you uh, aware of the financial markets, you can just go to Wall Street Journal uh, website. You can go to Yahoo Finance or whatever, and you can track the the stock of the company uh, on, a, on a daily basis. So, you know, this is our our partner in economic development in New Mexico. Democrats, Republicans alike, for over a decade in this state, yes. saying that we're, uh, we're at the point of takeoff. It's just going to happen, and we're still waiting the good people of okay Otero County didn't sign on to the the grassroots uh, the gross receipts tax. They chose not to tax themselves. Unfortunately, the people of Doniana County and the people of um, uh, I'm sorry Otero voted against it. Doniana voted for it. Sierra voted for it. So you're still being taxed in those two counties to pay for this facility. Uh, you know, there's a little there's a couple of minor startups doing little minor experiments. There. How much uh, how much money does Otero County send in? Uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a couple, uh, well, I mean, since it's, it's in the hundreds of thousands, uh, my, my, my study of the bill of the millions, we are at 226 overall in severance tax money that we've devoted. And, uh, I'm sorry, $226.4 million have been funneled to the spaceport. That's local, that's state, that's federal money. The return on that $226 million in tax revenue that we've gotten in terms of lease payments from Branson and others Fifteen million dollars. So, so where does all that money go to? I mean, I know that that spaceport facility didn't yep. cost two hundred and twenty-six million dollars right. to build. Right, right. I mean, it's one building and yep. you know yep. concrete. Yep. Uh, it, it, the infrastructure cost to set up all that, and of course, we have ongoing employees. I think it's somewhere in like forty, burn, fifty employees. Yeah, the burn is like uh, I think it's yeah. like two and a half million. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have you know, there's IT guys, there's legal counsel, the there's fire administration. Department. Fire department guys. They're, they're 24-7. Yes, and of course the top administrator right now is on administrative leave because there's been a whistleblower complaint filed by the, the accountant for the spaceport. All right, so well, it never gets better, folks, with the spaceport. No matter what you're told, the news always gets worse. It never gets better. I want better. to slow play this because there's a lot of people who probably want to you know, get in on this and you know, get, it, get their shots in on uh, Dick Branson. This is from Aerotime Hub. This would be an industry magazine. Doubt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of news lately came from Branson's uh, space-conquering venture, Virgin Galactic, including the new spaceship Cabin, new supersonic aircraft, and even the announcement of the first space flight of the founder of himself. Yep. The company normally comes to public attention once every few months. Such an amount of publicity is rather unusual. Could it be there's reason behind that? Well, let's start from the beginning. Galactic has unveiled a new sleek cabin design. Where's the first cabin design? <laughs> For a long-promised Spaceship 2, where's the first one? <laughs> Complete with the designer seats and large mirror. The aircraft itself was revealed back in 2009, has not suffered any changes to its function or appearance. I imagine there's a lot of things that change. I believe that we change our vehicles, you know, once a year, you know, in terms of 2009. Here's a 2010 model, yeah. right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, Galactic's plans to compete in an optimistic and already crowded market of supersonic commercial jets 
and the flowery press release had even more 3D models, Mach number higher than any of its competitors, oh, yeah. and neither operational ca- capabilities or uh, actual production date. But the state <laughs> of New Mexico continues to invest in it. It does. Weirdly, later the same. We're the only comp- we're the only state who's investing in Virgin Galactic. Am I not? Uh, as far as there's I know, there's nobody yeah, else who's I mean, giving Virgin they, they, Galactic they've money. They've talked to like Dubai and Sweden about having launch Dubai's facilities like, there. Yeah, we but, like money. But, we yeah. like money. We don't want to give our money away. <laughs> what happened in between? Well, follow the stock. It started out thirty-seven thirty-five, twenty-five fifty-four, July twenty-second, and it continues to decline. So now in the supersonic business aircraft. It's an exciting thing, but the least exciting thing in all of it is Virgin Galactic. Mm. Nothing more than a smokescreen, folks. How could you trust your leaders? You've seen Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. You've seen Bill Richardson. I don't remember seeing Susanna Martinez hooking up with uh, Richard Branson. Do you? I believe there were rumblings during the campaign where she was skeptical of it, but she was all in once she became governor. She, she was all in. She was all in for Virgin Galactic? Oh, yeah. Oh, so what you said, Republicans and Democrats alike. Bipartisan. So Branson's failure to launch in 2020 with $360 million of cash on hand has proposed Virgin Galactic $529 million stock sale to the public on a loss of $162 million. So, Rudy... Okay, I'm going to let you know I need more money, and I've really been leaving money, but I'm going to give you more of a share of whatever it is that I'm doing, but all I've been doing is losing money. Would you invest your money with me? No. Because all I'm doing is losing money. That's it. Why does the state of New Mexico decide to go that. ahead and continue to invest and chase this all the way down and not I cut the cord? I tell you. I do, too. Something else, uh, <laughs> something else is there. Uh, uh, from a texture, uh, Virgin Galactic is the spruce goose. <laughs> no, no, no. The spruce goose actually flew. It did. 70 yeah, feet briefly. for uh, <laughs> half a mile. <laughs> yes. Virgin Galactic shares slip on new share offering yet again. That was uh, actually just as of today. So here's the confidence after the BK of Virgin Atlantic and everything else will go down with it. I mean, this is not inspiring any confidence. Richard Branson doesn't inspire any confidence. I mean, we know that his friends, Jeffrey Epstein and... You know, Prince Andrew and uh, certainly Bill Richardson have have all the confidence and Michelle Lujan Grisham, but 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 the market doesn't have confidence. People of New Mexico don't have confidence. Nope. Well, let's get back to the Spaceport Authority. The financial analysts analysis, excuse me, of New Mexico Spaceport uh, Authority's funds and their capital assets and debt administration, they had ninety point seven million dollars invested in capital assets, net of related debt. This is really interesting. Net of related debt. Let me uh, get back to this point. Trying to, trying to, trying to focus. Okay. For the year ended June 30th, 2018. 2009, the Finance Authority issued bonds on behalf of New Mexico Space Authority in the amount of $55.8 million with associated bond insurance costs of 837000 and a premium of $2.19 million. In 2010, New Mexico Finance Authority issued more bonds on behalf of New Mexico Spaceport Authority in the amount of $20.56 million. New Mexico Spaceport Authority continues to pay down the debt and has $52.69 million outstanding and premiums of $1.2 million. Regional Spaceport District, the Regional Spaceport District of the State of New Mexico, was created under local government laws under the Regional Spaceport District Act. The Spaceport Authority is not considered to be a component unit of the district as described by the GASB4T. The Regional Spaceport District was created. This is really interesting. You know, we start looking at the creation of how this whole thing, like why did we, why is there so much setup for this whole thing? Is that is that a is that a fair question? The only right people now? who weren't snookered were the people the, the good voters of Otero County who t- uh, 12 years ago voted down their to voted down a proposed tax hike. Doniana went all in, uh, Sierra County went all in, and the state in terms of severance tax bonds went all in. We wanted to be in the Richard Branson business, and it's worked out so well, hasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? The Spaceport Authority is not considered to be a component. As I said, the Regional Spaceport District was created to monitor bonds. Supported by the gross receipts tax collected in Dona Ana and Sierra counties. Yep. During fiscal years 2009 and 2010, the spaceport, uh, I'm really trying to, to stay focused on this. I'm sorry. I apologize. I keep getting so many messages uh, on this. And during the fiscal years 2009 and 2010, the spaceport district pledged the GRT revenue for the issuance of spaceport revenue bonds 
And the Spaceport Authority issued bonds through the New Mexico Finance Authority in fiscal 2010 and 2011. The activity is accounted for in something called a regional spaceport district funds. Let me continue. Financial reporting entities, the chief executive of the Spaceport Authority is the executive director who is appointed by the Spaceport Authority Board of Directors. The statute is administratively attached to a component unit of the executive branch, which is, of course, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, New Mexico Economic Development Department, which, of course, is Alicia Keys, and these financial statements include the funds and all activities over which the Spaceport Authority Executive Director has oversight and responsibility. Is this the thing that Brian Colon is looking into, Dowd? Well, uh, he's going to be looking, I think, probably much more narrowly at this single whistleblower complaint. Yeah, the answer is no. What we need is a much broader perspective on this, and and we need to go back into history and really study uh, where this all went wrong. So here's a couple of uh, pieces uh, for immediate release. The Mexico Spaceport Authority maintains three governmental funds. Information is presented separately in the governmental fund balance sheet and the government fund statement of revenues, expenditures, and changes in fund balances. And the district fund, the capital projects, and the Spaceport Authority adopts an annual appropriated budget for its general fund. In its summary of accounting, the Spaceport Authority uses the following funds. A general fund, as I said before, the capital fund, and the regional Spaceport District Fund. So, we've got all of how the setup is. We know that there's gross receipts tax that need to be paid into it. You mentioned Sierra County. We talked about Donahue County. Yep. Where is this money? That's being paid into it. Where does it go? Now, New Mexico Space Spaceport Authority's long-term bonds consist, and their debt consists of two bonds. The New Mexico Finance Authority issued a series of C public projects revolving fund revenue bonds on behalf of the Spaceport Authority. The bonds were issued to provide funding for New Mexico Spaceport Authority payments associated with the construction of the spaceport. Okay? The Series C was $55.8 million. In December of 2010... The New Mexico Finance Authority issued another set of public projects revolving fund revenue bonds there. The 2010 issue was $20.5 million. That would bring us to right around $71 million. And, of course, that's when the spaceport was completed. But there's a total amount of, if I'm not mistaken, if we counted right, $226 million. Yep, that's from their financial statements. From their financial all, all statements. All government sources. So there's a separation here of $150 million. There's sort of a missing $150 million. Is that fair? Curious, yeah. I mean, some of that money is from state appropriations, but not all of it. Not all of it. It doesn't count for all of it. So apparently, according to this document, the bond obligation is scheduled to continue until 2029. Revenue plans for Simeano bond payments is from local spaceport GRT of 20.25%, collected in both Sierra and Dona Ana. Out of the total spaceport gross receipts tax, Collected. 75% of the tax revenues are pledged towards repayment of bond debt. 25 is granted to county schools yes. for STEM education. To educate kids about being astronauts from a spaceport they're never going to launch from. Revenue <laughs> is pledged until the completion of the bond obligation, which would sunset in 10 years. Now, there's no sunset of the spaceport gross receipts tax. Nope. It continues to come in and goes <laughs> where? So assets pledged as collateral for long-term debt include cash held for reserve accounts, by the NMFA with the New Mexico Finance Authority in the amount of, here we go, $7,004,959. The reserve accounts will be maintained as the debt service fund. So, these bonds issued in 2009 may be subject to redemption prior to maturity, which would have been 2000 and, and after 2019, excuse me. So, between 2019 and 2029. All right? And after, after December 1st of 2020, which is this year. So, this is different than what Brian Colon is looking into, your New Mexico State Auditor. Today, the State Auditor's Office authorized a forensic audit in July. Former space systems engineer alleges sexist discrimination, interesting, and retaliation in spaceport. Virgin Galactic announced Monday that commercial flight has been pushed back to early 2021. That was before yesterday's information about the declared bankruptcy or this morning's information about Virgin Atlantic. It was this morning, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't learn about it until this morning. Our view sparked by June whistleblower complaint is due in just a few weeks. Well, we've got the Spaceport Authority executive meeting also available. They have a board meeting. They do. And um, here's some background on all this. The minutes itself are unavailable, but uh, in the New Mexico Spaceport Authority board meeting, which you can look up at spaceportamerica.com, Alicia Keys, the Cabinet Secretary of the New Mexico Economic Development, 
uh, group. Also involved in this was Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, and you might remember Alicia Keys is also the director for the Film, Television, and Media Office under Mayor Tim Keller. Yes, yes, locally. So this is uh, the connection. During her time with Keller's administration, Keyes was instrumental in initiating closing the recent deal with Netflix, in which the company purchased at Albuquerque Studios. I believe that they were Netflix purchased those studios, but yes. I believe it was the Garcia Group here locally that was purchasing a number of properties to then lease back to various film entities. If I'm not mistaken, NBC Universal, and there's one other that uh, also decided to become a tenant after they picked that up. Okay. All right. Here it's we very go. clubby, isn't it? It is. In it's a, you got. It's like who you know. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna make yeah. some money as long as you're in the right circle. Where am I gonna meet the right people in America? Where, where, <laughs> I, I want to cash in. Rudy, you can introduce me to the right. All people, right. right? <laughs> All right. Um. I want to talk about some other components here. I want to wrap my, my, my arms around this uh, and wrap my brain around all this stuff. But there's some sort of guardians, uh, if you will, of the New Mexico spaceport. Now, these are people with legal backgrounds and sort of an in interesting connection to everything that's happening here. We're going to talk about that right after the break. It's 6.15 uh, here in the Kiva. We've got a lot more uh, to get to as it appears that if there is no tenant and Virgin Galactic goes up, and I'm just throwing this out there, just, just, just as an aside, is there anybody else who could be a tenant down there? Are there any other tenants uh, who are there who have committed? I mean, this is a tenant that's 14 years late on occupancy. Uh, Elon Musk signed a, a lease, and he was there for, I'm speaking metaphorically, all of about five minutes, and he got out of there. I was at the Truth or Consequences Spaceport Visitor Center. They still had images of SpaceX, Elon Musk's company, as if they're doing things at the spaceport. They, these people are dishonest through and through. It's, 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 I've never really seen, it's why, why I spend so much time on the spaceport, is I've never really seen anything this corrupt in my 28 years of studying public policy. It is a shame. When you look at what is corrupt about it from the beginning, uh, what stands out to you before we get into more of the details? Well, what stands out is this state is always so desperate for what they consider economic development, which ends up being just sort of that clubbiness we were talking about, not real economic development, that they sign on to a speculative industry that really didn't exist, still to some extent doesn't exist even now, commercial space flight, and they picked the riskiest portion of this risky industry, which is in an internal spaceport where you're where you're going to have to fly you're not going to be able to shed rocket components like you do over the ocean when you when you that's why most of our spaceports in this country are on the coasts so you can so you can shed those you know stage 1 stage 2 stage 3 uh you had to get everything right for this economic development uh proposal to go right we're still waiting 12 13 years later and people as Eddie said People in the political class in this state continue to defend this white elephant out in the desert. Why, why, why? How did it get off the ground? Where did I mean, take me back to the beginning. And I know you've, like, you know, delved into the, uh, the reports, the fluff that they sent out. But there had to be a hook for the, the public and to say that, well, you know what, this is a really good idea. How do, how do we not, how do we walk away from this? Well, the, the, the hook was in 2004, uh, the uh, co-creator of Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates' partner, Paul Allen, hooks up with this great aerospace innovator, Burt Rattan, and they say, hey, we're going to build a private spacecraft, and we're going to cross the, the, the line up into space with sub suborbital flights, not orbital, you're not going around the planet, you're going up past that 100-kilometer mark, and then you come down, you get to see the curvature of the Earth, the black sky, very cool, you get about 10 to 15 minutes of weightlessness. So a really, really rich guy and a really, really smart guy got together and designed this spaceship that goes up uh, into suborbital orbit, and Richard Branson says, who's wanted to have his own space tourism company for years and years and years, says, oh, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. I'll just buy that technology, and then we'll make a tourism line out of it. You know, he hooks up with Bill Richardson and says, you can come to New Mexico, and we'll build you a $225 million spaceport, and you can launch out of there. Meanwhile, Bert Rattan, the aerospace genius who designs this spacecraft, Here's the direct quote from one of the books that's been written about this whole scenario. Bert Rattan, the man who invented this technology, quote, I have no intention of going to New Mexico. I don't think it'd be a very good place to do a space flight. I believe when I get out of the atmosphere, I want to see the oceans and the mountains, not just the kind of crap you can see from New Mexico, close quote. Direct quote from the man who invented the technology. But 
Richard Branson says, hey, I got this governor here who's going to build me a free facility. I am going to New Mexico. Bert Rattan, the genius, wants nothing to do with this. They have sort of a breakup. Uh, and Richard Branson comes to New Mexico. Bill Richardson says, this is the, this is the next great economic development project. We're going to have 5,000 people working at Spaceport America. It's over, well over a decade later, folks. Uh, we're still waiting. To this day, Spaceport America, down in Sierra County, near, near Truth or Consequences, advertises itself as, quote, uniquely positioned to be successful. We have a sparse population. Our, our spaceport is 18,000 uh, acres on state trust land uh, run by the government. We have restricted air pa- airspace. We're right next to White Sands Missile Range, so there's no passenger flights coming over. You can use our spaceport to do all your all your cool rocket launches. We have good weather, 340 days a year uh, that we can launch uh, from our facility, and we're our at elevation 4,600 feet above sea level. What the spaceport defenders always say is, we give you that first mile for free. Uh, you don't have to pay for the first mile because we're already at 4,600 feet. Apparently, this facility has all the advantages in the world. What it lacks is tenants. Nobody <laughs> wants to launch from here. Uh, Did it are... ever occur to anybody during the fluff writing of this that <laughs> maybe this was never meant to launch? Maybe this was never meant to happen? Like this, like so many other projects, was uh, meant to fail? I mean... We're starting to talk about bonds and gross receipts tax and monies that, you know, that really isn't able to be accounted for was at this, this point. Was this serious and, from the beginning, or was it kind of a pseudo-scam, maybe? And, well, uh, Richard Branson doesn't have any money. I mean, how often do you see a billionaire uh, deciding to go ahead and file for bankruptcy one day after he declares he's got spaceship number two, we've never launched spaceship number one, right. and I've never launched in any of my spaceships, but we've got a great bunch of dumb idiots down in a place called New Mexico. No, it's oh, yeah. uh, not as bad as old Mexico, and uh, I'll tell you what, but it's about the, the same level of intelligence because these people are deciding to go ahead and what? Invest in my Virgin Galactic flight that... I have 14 years to deliver on. I mean, do you think he's burning the midnight oil thing? We got to we we got to we got to commit to this. We got to get it done. Uh, and uh, let me compound it with the fact that this is a man who's only paid two million dollars in his tenant occupancy since the very beginning. Uh, not only do are we not seeing flights, this technology, uh, Virgin Galactic, has killed four people. Uh, three people killed in an explosion in 2007. California. Test pilot killed. Uh, Mike Ellsbury killed in 2014. Okay, so. The more you look at this, like I always say, the worse it gets. Um, and the fact that you have Kevin Robinson Avila and the local press here being press agents for this scam, I mean, whether by intention or by design, the, the real-world effects of this is basically a scam, continuing to swallow every claim by this largely non-existent company. Um, I mean, right up until the very end. We have yet to actually see anything, and they're still sending out press releases yep. on how yep. they've got this great product. Yep. And, uh, you know, he'll be up in 2021, folks. And then his other company, by the way, just filed BK. Uh, we redesigned the cabin, as Eddie Aragon said five minutes ago. Um, the original cabin never launched into space, but, but we have a new cabin. Um, and they just buy it. They fall. This is Lucy and the football. They fall for it every time. So... I think it begs so many questions on so many levels. Oh, does it? And when we talk about this boondoggle publicly, this is a failure that the Democrats will no doubt, and I do say Democrat, right? I'm not going to say bipartisan quite yet. I mean, but this did, if I'm not mistaken, this particular spaceport did happen to take place in the congressional district number two. I would imagine... You know, our congressional representative, Steve Pierce, would have had something to say about it at some point. To say that, what's wrong? Why can't we launch? What? You know, I'm a, I, I, I like planes. I fly planes. I flew around the world. Why is that we can't get uh, Spaceport to uh, go ahead and get I know what flying is all about. It's not that hard uh, from the, the military. I think these are, these are very obvious questions. The, there's lots of responsibility to, to go around. And dare I say it, I think this is Democrats primarily because of Grisham and, and Richardson. But I think on the flip side of that, we also have accountability that has to take place because, you know, even though it's state investment, it still happens in the backyard of uh, where we have our largest uh, Republican contingent. 
what you need to know about Steve Pierce is, and the spaceport is, in 2018, Mr. Republican Rudy Grande over there, your candidate. <laughs> careful, careful. There's going to um, be a fight over there in the studio. Rudy's going to go defend Steve Pierce. Rudy knows I love him. Yeah, right. Um, Steve Pierce released one of these campaigns, sort of like cutesy newspaper type thing. It was, it's crafted to look like it's propaganda like any politician, but it was supposed to, it was designed to look like a newspaper, and there was a crossword on the back of the newspaper. And one of the questions, you know, across or down was, Elon Musk loves this. And the answer was, spaceport. Elon Musk has never launched anything from our spaceport. He wants nothing to do with our spaceport. He left and has never come back. They won't talk to me. I've actually emailed them a couple times about why did you leave. Uh, they won't talk to me about it. And so you had the Republican nominee basically saying, oh, the world, you know, t our Tony Stark, our, our, our Steve Jobs, to inherit the mantle from Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, you know, miracle entrepreneur, technologist, he loves our spaceport. He wants nothing to do with our spaceport. It's like living in Alice in, Wonder, Wonder, you know, Alice in Wonderland with these people. I mean, they actually believe that the spaceport is an asset for economic development. And, this, you know, it's just great things are right around the corner. And, it, and again, Eddie, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. The, in fact, the person who submitted a bill in 2015, I was just talking to someone earlier today about this. The only person to ever submit a bill before the legislature to investigate unloading the spaceport, if we can just sell it for, you know, a fried bologna sandwich or somebody will just take it off our hands. Um, was Senator George Munoz from Western New Mexico a Democrat? Spaceport America, Undark wrote about it. They said New Mexico protracted gamble on commercial spaceflight. We've visited this uh, article before and we've uh, talked a little bit about it, but let me just kind of you know break it down right to the very end. This was something that had problems right from the very beginning. That in 2005, Virgin plans indicated that flights would begin in 2008. Later in September 2011, Branson estimated that regular launches would start in about 12 months. Yes. Then in 2014, he said the premier launch would oh. be in the first months of 2015. At this point, the hard critics for, to believe that Virgin Galactic will take flight in New Mexico before 2018 is over. This was written in 2016. Yep. Yep. Given that such deadlines have been set and passed many times before. Now, I ask you... From a standpoint of people who are standing behind the spaceport, from Michelle Lujan Grisham, you know, achieving liftoff, if you will, with Richard Branson, ever thought that this was really a problem? Why did Mr. Branson, so did Richard Branson, continue to get break after break after break, and then a wildly much more successful man in Elon Musk and half, I think, of Branson's age? I would say. Is oh, Elon oh, Musk oh, even yeah, 40 yeah, yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I think know. he's younger than I am. He's mid-40s. Yeah, I think he's, him. yeah. So the Falcon Heavy, designed by Elon Musk, SpaceX, is encouraging to the in entire industry. But here you go. He go ahead and said, what? Branson was even complimenting Musk. Space feels tantalizingly close now. This was way back in 2017 yep. for him getting off the ground. And we're three years after the fact. And Elon Musk... Didn't even think about space until about four or five years in, from what I, I remember, of Branson's venture with Spaceport America and Richardson. Yep, 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 yep. I'll, I'll do you. If they were really looking, and I'm going to put this out there for you, folks. If they were really looking to make money, and they were really thinking about your quote-unquote taxpayer dollars, hmm. and if they're really thinking about economic development, economic growth with Alicia Keys and the rest of these people, right? They've already got one boondoggle in the, the film industry. We're just handing money out to the film industry now. We're handing out money that we don't have to, you know, we're going to take it away from oil. We're going to hand it out to film. We're going to hand it out to, to Space for America. If they were really thinking about you, wouldn't they have stopped right there and said, you know what, we need to, do, we need to, we need to put everything on the line and bring Elon Musk here to the state of New Mexico? That's what they would have been, that's what they would have been focusing on. But they didn't. No, no. I, I, I hate to even bring this up, but it's, it gets even please, worse, please, it gets please, even please worse than your story. <laughs> Elon is, you know, you can fault him for his subsidies for the electric car and everything, but he has done amazing he things. He paid him space. back. Yeah, he has done truly amazing things. He pays him back every time. Um, Richard Branson's top competitor for the suborbital space tourism market is literally the world's richest man, the man who started Amazon.com. He is currently in at a facility. His business, Blue Origin, 
uh, space tourism company is housed at in Van Horn, Texas. I, I drove through Van Horn uh, last year specifically because I wanted to see the area. Not, they weren't really open to giving me a tour. Unfortunately, they're a secretive company too. Um, the world's richest man, Mr. Bezos, is also in the market for space tourism. He will be launching from Texas, not New Mexico. He is far and away ahead in terms of his test flight. He has launched 12 test flights of his rocket called the New Glenn, um, and a New Shepard, I'm sorry, uh, named after Alan Shepard, the first American in space. And so even if, even if Richard Branson ever gets to the point, I don't know, six months, a year, three years, five years, of sending tourism, tourists into space from New Mexico, he will be competing with the world's richest man who is offering a safer vehicle just over the state line over there in Texas. So even if they, they, they ever work out the technology, they're going to be competing against the world's richest man. There's almost no path to success for this enterprise, Spaceport and, and Virgin Galactic. Almost nothing. It's, it's almost impossible to see any avenue for success, any avenue in which the New Mexico taxpayers will get their money back. Um, we are in... Economic development hell, ladies and gentlemen. This is right. called the sunk cost fallacy. We already spent all the money, so let's just stick with it and ride it out because it's bound to turn around any moment now. Let's, start, uh, let's put some perspective around. into this, all right? So Dowd raises some good good questions here. Oh, well. I got Alexa talking to me. Sorry. Alexa, give us our money back from Spaceport. We started, uh, I think. <laughs> is that possible? Please, please don't tell her that. All right. Jeff Bezos is currently worth $203 billion. It's up that high? Even after the divorce, it's up that high. Wow. Yeah, yeah, $203. Uh, Mackenzie uh, has $59.5 billion. No, she, she, okay. She can live on but that. But do you know why he's worth so much now? Well, You've so, seen the stock price in right, the last exactly. month, right? Yeah, right, and everyone's, right. Everybody's uh, buying everything. everything by, by. I think yeah. I got two packages in from Amazon today. You Thanks, did? Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bezos was born here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And left, yes. Let's put this in perspective. How many spaceports could Jeff Bezos buy if Jeff Bezos could buy spaceports? Okay. And not put it on the – look at Rudy. He's all excited. Get the calculator up. Right, right, Rudy. Right, yeah, right, right. I mean, yeah, you think about – Jeff Bezos, if he wanted to buy spaceports, could spend all his money and buy roughly 1,000 spaceports. Okay. Based upon the cost of what we thought we spent on it, which was $250 million, which we didn't spend on it, Right. Because you've got an outlay of two twenty six million, but yeah. we know that there's only been bonds issued for about seventy three, mm. seventy two billion, yep. uh, seventy two million, right? Yep. So I mean, he could he could build uh, uh, ostensibly probably five thousand spaceports with all his wealth, or he could buy a thousand spaceports <laughs> at our cost, right? Or he could just go to Texas. If you're Jeff Bezos and you care about money, I remember we're talking about Bill Gates, we're talking about Elon Musk uh, has seventy billion dollars. What do you do? Yeah, you, you you go to Texas. Yeah, you go to where you can get it done, yeah. and you don't even think about it. And and it's so you, if, and you own the, the land in Texas too. You don't have to deal with New Mexico's politicians. You own the land. You have FAA certification for your own spaceport. And to hell with spaceport America. That doesn't mean anything to me. But you just stepped in it, and uh, you stepped in it by saying you don't have to deal with New Mexico's politicians. Yes. But if you're Richard Branson, you only want <laughs> yeah. to yes. you only want to divi- to deal with New Mexico politicians. Play the game because you're broke. You're a bankrupt billionaire. You're a bankrupt billionaire. Richard Branson net worth is the first thing that comes up, and he's worth well. You know how many you know how many Richard Bransons that you would have to have. To create one Jeffrey Bezos, it takes 50 Richard Bransons to make one Jeff Bezos. And the state of New Mexico can't call Jeff back home, either for an Amazon uh, center, even though we're getting 65 acres and a 2 million square foot facility out there. And they can't call Jeff Bezos back for the best facility, which is what New Mexico is touting it as. Are they not touting oh. uh, Spaceport as the premier oh, Spaceport facility? Yep, yep, and you yep. can't sell it to a native New Mexican? A native-born New Mexican? Shake your head, Rudy, some more. Right? No. Is this insane? Yes. But we continue to double down on these bets, and you were saying the economic development what? 
It's a it's who a knows what elephant? Elephant? nightmare. <laughs> yeah, nightmare. Economic hell, development yeah. hell. Yeah, we are trapped. Yes, yeah, we cannot get out. Yeah. And the thing so is, so we know we can avoid it. We know we could have avoided yes, it. We know yeah, we could oh. have recruited it. We could have done everything we possibly could, yep. but we didn't do it. And we only wanted Richard Branson. Yep. All in on, on this. We guy. weren't even interested in the space flight so much as we were interested in Sir Richard Branson. You know, you know how much uh, money Branson has. He has less money than Mark Cuban. Mm. Who sold a dark dot com? Well, pre Rona, I kept hearing five point one billion for Branson, but you know, the Atlantic is bankrupt. He had to sell off. Apparently, Bain Capital bought Virgin Australia. Um, he's been selling off blocks of his stock in Virgin Galactic. I, I have no, I don't know that he's he's personally bankrupt, but I, I guarantee he's not worth five point one billion anymore. It's a heck of a lot lower than that. He he lost just, just as of today. Just as of today, he lost $53 million. Oh, boy. Or one-fifth of the total cost of Spaceport. Do you think it, I mean, let's just compare, you know, all putting everything in perspective. I mean, and just real layman's for, uh, layman's terms for all listeners out there so that they can understand just how bad this is. Mm-hmm. It's awful. You know what he's getting into this year? What he just invested in, and he hasn't even got uh, Virgin Galactic. Uh, repeat all the, the businesses that failed for him. They were, uh, I know I heard Virgin Brides. Oh, amazing. Yeah, he got, he got dressed up. This, really look at this picture. There's a picture of him dressed up as a bride on the day he launched it. Okay, vodka, cosmetics, cars, failed. Ch- charter failed. flights, mega stores. Uh, stu- Virgin Student was a Facebook. Uh, Virgin Express, Virgin failed. Digital, Virgin Clothing, failed. Virgin Games, failed. Virgin Wear, and failed. of course Virgin Bride. Failed. Mixed record at best, folks. He's, oh, he's at a uh, horrible record. He's launching the cruise business. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was delayed because of the Rona. Yeah. Yeah. But he wants to get in the cruise business. Do you know how many spaceports that, you know how many spaceports that, uh, multiple, <laughs> Richard Branson could buy <laughs> if he had to buy spaceports? Right? He couldn't buy a thousand like Jeff Bezos. He can only buy 16. That's the difference. The number of spaceports that currently he can buy, and he basically lost one-fifth of the total value of the spaceport today. So he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be buying the spaceport. He's now in the, to the cruise business with Virgin Voyages, which will take its first passengers in 2020. He invested in a business that's completely shut down by the coronavirus, yep. and he's 70 years of age. Yep. How old is Elon Musk? 40s. How old is Jeff Bezos? 50-some? Yeah. yeah, a little older, not much. All for a man who sees himself, who dropped out of high school, by the way. Right, exactly. Yep. yep. People don't uh, remember this, yep. right? Yep. He's, uh, he's got a British accent and uh, a story to tell. <laughs> and you said there was one of three things to invest in, which were? Oh, uh, he, what, uh, he, he, what sets all his businesses apart, this is from the book Rocket Billionaires, Tim Fernholz, what sets all his businesses apart, one, flair, two, youth culture branding, three, Larger-than-life personality. I don't know. That doesn't sound much like a business plan to me. <clears throat> so we know, something about, we know something about Richard Branson. We know that Richard Branson has been a billionaire for some time. I think Branson was a billionaire, if I'm not mistaken, before Jeff Bezos was a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that about right? He had success. He's had some successes and, and also a lot of failures. Well, let's talk about <laughs> Branson's success over the last 10 years because we've gone into a booming economy. And let's think about for a moment how Branson might make his money. This is the curious part. Hold tight, folks. There's a lot of you who are making a lot more money than you were making, say, back in 2010. 2010, Branson had $3.9 billion. Worth $4.2 billion in 2011. $4.2 billion in 2012. $4.6 billion in 2013. Probably got $250 million to get to $4.6 billion from um, a funny little state in a, a strange little country known as the United States. $5 billion in 2014. $4.8 billion in 2015, $4.9 billion in 2016, $4. Uh, $5 billion in 2017, $5 billion in 2018 must have been that Trump economy, $4.1 billion in 2019, and now he's down to $3.4 billion as of today. The great thing about the Adobe products is when you want to go ahead and put together, you know, Plane two, plane three, plane. it doesn't cost you anything. 
It doesn't cost any materials. You don't need anything else, and you can continue to sell this vision, this vision that you're somehow going to go into space. Why is it that our legislators, why is it that our leaders here and the people who are tasked with sort of managing and following their investments and and, and making sure they catch flights, sorry, pardon the pun, why is it that they, they can't see the failure of Richard Branson? And they continued failed investment. Why do they? Why does the local media continue to try to sell it to you? The only concession I'll give to them was in 2004 when uh, this this spacecraft went into space, the first private sector effort ever to go into space. Paul Allen, uh, Bert Rattan made this miracle happen in 2004. There was this giddiness in the investment world, in the in the aerospace world, like oh, great things are happening. Okay, we're we're, we're right around the corner from private space flight. So. A lot of people got caught up in that. So you can almost say, all right, legislators here, they kind of got a little excited about this. They thought it was a real opportunity. What explains their attitude in 2020 when we know it has failed? Okay? Even if you concede the excitement and the uh, optimism of 2004, 2005, 2006, okay, it's not 2004, 5, 6 anymore. It's 2020. We're missing $226 million. We've gotten $15 million of it back and that people of New Mexico have been hosed on this. Why is this not an issue for any politician in this state to run on, legislature, governor, anything? Where's our missing $211 million? Where, you know, get, your, get your billions back, America. Get your hundreds of millions back, New Mexicans. Um, we're still waiting for some politician to understand the failure of this. So explain in, it to voters and run on that as a campaign issue. So in conclusion, since this defies any and all logic at this point, it could be nothing else than this failure is by design. This was never meant to launch. It was never meant to do the things that they sold to you. And I think you need to know that right here, right now. And you need to understand the forthcoming information that will be providing to you as how this failure by design happened and why, more importantly, why this failure by design is occurring. And I think you can tie it directly to the economic development overall here in the state, the political corruption overall here in the state. And we're going to get to the bottom of this for you. Nobody else will cover this. Nobody. This is not something that Larry Barker or KOAT Channel, who's on 7? I don't even know. They have investigative reporting there. Oh yeah, yeah T.J. Wilhelm, oh, okay. yeah, right? Uh, Mayor Barry's guy, and then uh, Channel Four customers. This is not something, and it takes a very uh, special effort to get a broad-based approach to what's really happening and how this happens. And believe it or not, folks, it's all tied in just about everything we talked about today. 550 50, there is big money and veiled corporations that are government and investor backed. How do you think many people are just impressed with British titles? I wouldn't say that the <laughs> You're not wrong. politicians are the brightest bulbs and may have been impressed by titles and royals. I wish I could say that, but we're a lot brighter than we look, Judy. We, we truly are. There's something else going here. Uh, I've got more stuff. Oh, man. Uh, I just restarted my phone. Uh, Spaceport America, uh, New Mexico Spaceport, the Economic Development Department of the State of New Mexico. For immediate release, Alicia Keys, Secretary. Are you interested in working at Spaceport America and helping to grow our state's aerospace industry? Heck yes. We will post open positions here, so please check back. Oh. New job opportunities and apply. Search right now. Then you look at the... Uh, uh, <laughs> no, nobody leaves that Let job your career <laughs> take off, unlike, <laughs> unlike our Virgin Galactic planes. Not, not a heavy workload for people uh, at the spaceport. They they tend to stick in those jobs once they get them. May 10th, 2019, Virgin Galactic is coming home to New Mexico, and it's coming home now. Sir Richard Branson, uh, hashtag flight, at Spaceport NM, at Virgin Galactic, at Governor, Governor MLG, at Richard Branson, at Senator Tom Udall. Uh, maybe my favorite story about Branson and the spaceport was, I'm going to be launching into space on the the 50th anniversary of Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. That was July of last year, ladies and gentlemen. We're still, we're still uh, waiting. Representative Dayan Hockman-Vihill, did I get that oh, right? Oh, a big fan. Big uh, fan. And, uh, uh, 
<laughs> an Albuquerque Democrat and lawyer put it this way. It's kind of like drinking from a fire hose. On the first morning, I think that a number of the staff didn't realize that I was a representative because I'm speculating, but there are so many younger women in the building. This is kind of a new thing. She is tasked with taking care of the spaceport. Maybe we can get her on uh, on, on the I'm air. I'm and sure start she'd talking love to her. talk to us. Um, apparently, she was mistaken <laughs> once for a secretary, and uh, she has a lot to do with... Uh, Talking about the spaceport. We also have uh, other people who are involved on the Republican side. We got Re- Rebecca Dow, huge fan of the spaceport. Republican from Sierra County. Yeah. She is loves it. Loves it. So loves we got Democrats spaceport. and Republicans. So yeah. started. It, it, I believe that we had a number of Republicans and Democrats voting for the New Mexico film industry. Oh, did we yeah. not? Oh, oh we, did, we just love our stars. We love our. We we, love, we get the googly eyed, right? Yeah. Even yeah. though you know we 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 can't call Jeff home or. Go after and chase Elon and his electric Tesla car. You know, in New Mexico, folks, when it comes to elected officials, like Joe Biden said, it's about a three-word, it's a three-letter word, J-O-B-S. Eddie, I wonder how much cartel money is laundered through the Space Center. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Nice nice job, Karen. Uh, Eddie, uh, Delta Airlines owns 49% of Virgin Atlantic. Oh, well, it's definitely bankrupt now. Mm. Delta, Delta, Delta. (laughs) Uh, Ernie says, the shape of the spaceport must have been designed by Epstein. <laughs> Text of the day. Yes, yes. You ever heard of uh, Epstein's deposition when they ha- he has to describe his member? Uh, yeah. <coughs> uh, I've, I've seen the documentary. <laughs> Some things I'd like to forget about that Netflix documentary. <laughs> When the rail runner and the spaceport are connected, you will see huge payback for New Mexico. Oh, okay. <laughs> nowhere to nowhere. Wow, I mean, it's just like uh, joke after joke after joke. Some people say that for real. Sometimes though. you, yeah, but when you connect Richardson to Richardson, right? Yeah, yeah. Big Bill. He brought so much good to our state. Door Ranch, a Democratic Playhouse, so sick. Obligate Journal, Sir Richard Branson lifts MLG as galactic procurement. Uh, that was from 5-10-2019. The front page of all front pages. Uh, I can tell you that I'm sure Michelle Lujan Grisham's like, oh, my gosh, I wish they would have never got this photo. She probably <laughs> chastised, she probably chastised the Obligate Journal forever printing that photo. Uh, Bill Richardson, Eddie, also gave us uh, Virgin Galactic, all the hidden innuendo. Ooh. Bill Richardson gave us the Rail Runner. Or as we like to refer to it, the fail runner. Fail, fail runner. But it's a cheap way for state employees to get from the greater Albuquerque area up to their no-show jobs in Santa Fe and not have to really pay for the full cost of it. So it does work for some people in New Mexico. Some. William Federer's yes. uh, newest book regarding socialism's history and repeating on us here, heard show on Crosstalk, uh, mentioned what is being done, has been done in other countries over and over again. All failed, I think, and that's the Marxist whatever plans were read onto the congressional record in 63. I've seen over the years, John Birchers and other over the years who have used this and other facts and observations to try and awaken us to no avail. As noted in your program today, we have turned from God. I pray you can move, reach people today. Like your show, may we die honorably. Wow. Oh, it's kind of like a Klingon phrase. There was something. Uh, Eddie, spaceport sounds like art and rail runner. Yeah. We don't even mention art. You guys just did, and uh, nice job, Roger. Um, like you said, Republicans and Democrats. Great show, Eddie. How much money did Bill Richardson and the Democrats steal from New Mexico between the Railrunner, the State Investment Council scam, the State Jet, and the Spaceport? Might want to include Zorro Ranch. It adds up. Expose them all. Thank you, James. It adds up. So I just dropped my phone right there with a the mic drop? Yeah. Everybody just gets it. Yeah. People get it. This audience gets it. Get it. Talk to your neighbors, folks. <laughs> Eddie, I told you the Hunter Biden is sitting on the board of the Spaceport Authority. I bet you, Eddie, that Hunter Biden is sitting on the board of the Spaceport Authority. I don't think that's true, but I can check it. <laughs> I haven't looked at the board lately. It doesn't do anything anyway. What do they have to do? Virgin Galactic and Spruce Goose, Howard Hughes and Richard Branson, somewhat parallel careers. Yeah, well, one, one peed in a cup. You guys are supposed to laugh at some point. My <laughs> gosh. Spaceport fails. Railrunner is next. Fine failure. Final failure will be the Roundhouse. Uh, I would say that Roundhouse already failed. Eddie said from the start that Richard Branson is a royal grifter. All the white elephants in New Mexico. Best phrase. I, it's not my phrase. Wow, I always, that I, is awesome. I, I always, I, I always tell people this is not my phrase, but I wish it were. I was reading something online about him years ago, and he was called a Eurotrash huckster. Ah. Which is a better phrase that I can come up with for the rest of my life. Euro trash huckster. 
Uh, Jason says, uh, okay, thank you, Jason. I'll reach out. Teddy, um, yes, you were back listening on Alexa. It was garbled for several minutes. Oh, I was probably talking about Epstein. As soon as you hear the word Epstein, everything on the station becomes garbled for the next. Is that fair? Interesting, yes. And then sometimes sure. we go down. Holy cow, Eddie. I'm uh, fascinated right now. Uh, your app is glitching. Thank you. Uh, good show today, Eddie. Thank you. Judy says, Greg's and Eddie is saying what I've been saying all along. For a country is to have any chance of surviving, will we come from our nation turning back to God? That means telling God that we've sinned, we're sorry, and inviting him back into not only our individual lives, but our nation and our whole, through his son, Jesus Christ. This is Judy in Albuquerque, no doubt. Uh, this is, uh, I still encourage you to invite a sound Christian pastor on the air. We can accurately tell the listeners that are interested. Oh, so I, I find this, again, insulting, Judy in Albuquerque. We see it happening all around us, as God does have much to say if we only would listen and take the time to interest to listen. So there you go. Uh, this is uh, this this gal is on OneNote, not not our program, but right. OneNote all the time. <laughs> Different one. <laughs> According to the book uh, Jesus Freak, there have been more Christians martyred since 1900 than from the resurrection of Jesus until that time, most of which occurred in Asia. Wow, perfectly well, communist like. Uh, my my stat is real. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just. I mean, there's been a lot of Christians killed by communists. I mean, in, always in you have to you have to purge that. You know. Anything that competes with the state. So like they don't like family, they don't like small business people, they don't like religious people. They don't like Eddie didn't BLM donations link into the DNC. When that happened, Biden's campaign had a major increase in campaign funds. Well, we got Barack Obama raised eight million dollars, I believe, in one day. I don't know. There you go. Bill Gates plus vaccinations equals depopulation. Absolutely. Um, there we go. Brody, what did you learn today, young man? From Zanetti, that we've got to go back to make us godly again. Oh, he's promoting it again, ladies. But I'm really, I believe in this. If we do not find a center, we're not going to make it through this. Eddie, uh, uh, please don't say Grisham gets anyone to lift off. It's funny stuff. Yeah, you got, this is definitely <laughs> my crowd. This is my... My group, where does the money from flying all the COVID patients play? <laughs> They're at the spaceport. Maybe Richard Branson can go ahead and you know, launch people COVID, directly from. The COVID infected into space. You'd make a lot of money. I mean, yeah, those we, flights are expensive. we should have returned on our investment, wouldn't we? Um, David, you can't believe in God and vote for partial birth abortion. Also known as the Democratic Party. Uh, okay. um, I'm an atheist, but out. I don't believe in partial birth abortion. So. Um, <laughs> Moody's has an issue rating, by the way, for Spaceport. Um, the reigning boroughs in the top ten do not have a Moody's rating and include the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. How is that that we can issue $44.5 million and $14.5 million without any ratings? Uh, we How do are, you do that? With, like, yeah, we are looking into that. There's, there's some funny stuff, and I can't really talk about it, but... Um, were these bonds ever really publicly bid in the way that most government bonds are? Uh, we have some questions about that. I can't really draw any conclusions at this point, and I can't say much more than that, but there are some disturbing questions that we need answered about this. And I'll, I'll leave it right at that, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Whoa. Whoa. A lot of, a lot of stuff there, folks. A lot of stuff today, a lot of stuff in general, um, you know. And there's a connection, there's a string through all of this. Now, you don't see it yet, but you soon will. I do see it, and we've been talking about it, writing about it. Uh, tomorrow, um, kind of a special program, is I'm going to replay my interview with Conchita Sarnoff. We're going to have um, great interview. my interviews with Edward Zoll. We're going to also play my interviews uh, directly with um, Conchita Sarnoff. It's great. Julie, Julie Brown. I'm uh, also going to play my interview with the person over at Epstein Ranch. Oh, yes. So, unnamed uh, unnamed yeah, local store. Who knows. So yeah, yeah, yeah. book end to end, start top from uh, top to top, because uh, essentially when we're looking at this, they're looking at uh, Thursday and Friday going directly into, you know, the, the weekend of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, it would be Sunday. It would be a year ago Sunday. It would be one year Sunday. Yeah, when, uh, when he basically, and the yeah. biggest story that, 
the local media is not even acknowledging or well, paying attention to. Very close to zero interest. And, and the yeah, and and you look at Zoro ranched out, and it's never been invaded, never been seized, nothing. Unbelievable. Like nothing ever happened. I can see the locals in the state, but why? Why have the feds? I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you think you expect more from federal prosecutors? You expect very little from here locally, but well, maybe, fishy, maybe, fishy. maybe everything at this point is by design. Well, you know. I don't want to reach that conclusion, but boy, it's uh, maybe it's the right conclusion. It certainly is right there. Folks, we appreciate everybody who uh, uh, slugged through with us on all this very important information and dedicating. If you think the spaceport doesn't matter, it is the most important story of probably the last 25 years, and for a number of reasons that aren't just necessarily connected to the spaceport itself. Okay, and it has a lot to do with other things that are interconnected. Tentacles stretch out in many directions. We will be talking a lot about that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Hit a few commercials, then the top of the hour Fox News here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockettalk.com. See you tomorrow as uh, we launch into all Epstein Thursday and Friday for all the coverage. Here we go. There you go. And then, of course, you can... Digest all this stuff by going directly to our website, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com.